Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor for over 35 years in Southwest Florida and creator of Basic Essentials Wellness. Six basic time-tested principles that when applied to your life can result in remarkable changes. Coffee with the Doc is designed to inform you, motivate you, and encourage you along your wellness journey. Health and wellness is a choice. Thanks for joining us today. Here's Dr. Schaefer. Welcome back to Coffee with the Doc. Dr. Glenn here from San Carlos Chiropractic. Uh, well, I wanted to catch you up to date uh, because last time in our in our last episode, we were we were kind of talking about that end of the year self assessment of kind of the six categories of my wellness program: uh, proper functional activity, proper nutrition, proper rest. Number four is proper mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Uh, number five, proper structure. And number six, purging and eliminating toxins. And what we had talked about was just trying to take a self-assessment. How, how were you doing in, in these areas? And to kind of have some uh, goals, I guess, uh, if, if you want to put it that way, for this year, now that we're in 2022. Oh, my goodness. This is our first podcast of 2022. Do you believe it? But Anyway, going forward, what are some what are some areas that maybe you're a little weak in, and what are some baby steps that you can do in those areas? And and I stated, well, you know, hey, I, I'm going to walk my talk, and on this episode, and in the next probably three or four episodes, I'll I'll kind of update you on some baby steps that I am personally taking, and the results of those baby steps, not to brag in any way, but to be an encouragement that it, it's just a accumulation of little baby steps. And before you know it, we'll be making a whole bunch of progress towards wellness, which is what we're all about. So in functional activity, I, I've started to to kind of walk a little bit more. I've got a couple of joints that uh, are, are kind of wearing out uh, 40 years of doing chiropractic. I can't imagine why a couple of my uh, my joints are wearing out somewhere in here. But anyway, so I'm doing a few things to just try to strengthen up those areas and increase my overall activity. And, and here we are, nutrition. Now, since our last uh, episode, we've gone through both Christmas and New Year's, two holidays that are known for not very good nutrition. <laughs> so, but I did manage to actually eliminate a, a lot of junk food and a lot of sweets uh, starting on Christmas Day, believe it or not. Uh, I've added in some probiotics to my uh, regime as well as some some aloe juice that uh, kind of helps with the, the intestinal tract. And I'm preparing for uh, another session, which I do two or three times a year of the Whole30 diet, 30 days of just really you know, bearing down and cleaning up uh, my diet. And I say I'm preparing for it. I know exactly what I need to do, but you actually prepare for something like that. You got to have the proper food at home to be eating and consuming. So that's the preparation part of it. So some little steps there uh, in the area of proper rest. Uh, I, I tell a lot of my patients, especially if they're kind of back sleepers and they have a back problem, to put a little pillow under their knees to help flatten out their lumbar spine. It'll take some of the pressure off of their back and especially those that kind of wake up stiff in the morning. And, and I was waking up stiff in the morning. So I took some of my own advice and put a pillow under my knees. And amazingly, I can wake up now with, with no uh, lower back stiffness in the morning. And I'm resting a lot better. I, I utilize some CBD products uh, before I go to bed, help me get a, a good night's rest. Um, in the area of uh, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, uh, starting to try and resolve some 
family conflicts, put it that way. Those are stressors that are kind of going on, which we'll talk about, which uh, lead into today's topic, which I'll tell you about in just a minute. And then uh, the structure, you know, as I mentioned, I got a couple of joints that are, are starting to wear out a little bit. And I've started to pay a little more attention to those and address those and try to get some consistency in that area. But the results have been I got increased energy. I really generally feel better already. I've lost about three pounds just cleaning up my diet just a little bit. Some of the achiness and soreness is starting to go away as well. So anyway, just an update as an encouragement, little baby steps. I didn't do anything radical, just started changing a few little things. And I'll update you again in the next three or four visits, uh, or I'm sorry, episodes uh, here to kind of give you an idea of, of how it's going. It's just taking little bitty baby steps. Well, today's topic, uh, as I alluded to, is uh, near and dear to my heart, but the power of forgiveness. Uh, it was a couple of decades ago, I think, uh, when this particular episode on, I don't remember, it was 48 Hours or one of those type shows that I was sitting down and watching. And <clears throat> there was a family, I think they were from Michigan or possibly around Chicago, something like that. Uh, a husband and wife and three kids. And, and they would go out west and go camping. Uh, they had a small little tent that sometimes the kids would sleep next to the camper um, in the tent. And that's what was occurring on one night when, um, you know, someone came along and, and cut the tent open and pulled out one of the children, the young girl, and, uh, and she was never seen again. Uh, the parents stayed out there in that area for as long as they could during that summertime and eventually had to return back home. It was back in a time when the FBI was was just uh, starting with their uh, profiling. And they did a profile on this uh, abductor. <clears throat> and they told the mom, they said, look, he, he's probably going to contact you, you know, and somewhere in the future. And they gave her recording equipment to record that conversation uh, when he ultimately did contact them. And sure enough, uh, this guy contacted them on the anniversary of the date when this young girl was was taken. And the mother recorded it. Uh, <clears throat> and the, they played that recording on this episode of 48 Hours, which was on the power of forgiveness. <clears throat> now, you can't imagine, I can't imagine, uh, you know, having lost a child, which they assumed at that point that the child was dead. Um, but this mother was able to forgive this individual who had taken their child by the time, one year later, by the time that this person called. And during this conversation that was recorded and played on the air, the mother had the abductor in tears by the end of the conversation because she was able to forgive him was able to get enough information from him in their conversation that authorities were able to actually track him down and catch him. She ultimately went to see him in prison and was able to get more information on where the remains of their daughter could be found, which they ultimately did find. Um, that mother <clears throat> went on to really tour the country um, doing seminars uh, on the power of forgiveness. It was an amazing story. But the, the other side of it was, and they made mention of this, the father never could forgive 
this individual. And, and I, I certainly can understand that. But within a year and a half of the child being abducted, he died of a heart attack. You know, his unforgiveness and that bitterness that inside of him contributed to taking his life. Uh, the key here is that forgiveness heals and unforgiveness kind of destroys us from the inside. So we look at our our wellness, uh, you know, mental, emotional, spiritual aspect of it, and there's a an awful lot there. The power of forgiveness is amazing. We're talking about taking little baby steps. Uh, how many of you uh, have issues in your family? <laughs> Gee, imagine that. If if I could see your hands go up, uh, probably most of you either you have or you currently do. And if you never have, you probably will. Well, we want to start taking some baby steps. Uh, and this is one area we're going to talk about today. It's not our natural default mechanism. When when you get in conflict, uh, certainly uh, I, I've noticed myself when I'm starting to get in conflict with my wife, uh, sometimes I don't even hear what she's saying. Um, figuratively, you know, loading the bullets in my gun, getting ready to fire back at whatever points she's trying to make. And I don't even really even hear what she's saying. I'm not listening. I'm planning my attack back at her. And this is kind of our default mechanism. What we do when we get into, <clears throat> into conflict with other folks, we're always wanting to, you know, fire, fire back, if you will. Um, so it's not our natural default, but the truth is that we all have, uh, a list of faults and issues, shortcomings, weaknesses, you know, our mess ups, etc. None of us are perfect. And certainly if you hang around with anyone for any length of time, you're fi quickly going to figure it out. If you hang around with me any length of time, you'll figure out, you know, what my shortcomings are. And who do we hang around with? Well, we hang around with our family, our friends and our coworkers, right? Well, who do we have disagreements with most often in conflict? Our family, our friends, our coworkers, because they're the ones we're hanging around with because we constantly are seeing uh, their faults and it's getting to us. We're getting hurt by all of this. <clears throat> um, the Bible speaks to this uh, many times over. There's a story where um, there's a group of uh, religious leaders and Pharisees and they've, they've surrounded uh, this woman who had been caught in adultery and they all have stones and they're ready to stone her. And that's the law back then. Someone caught in adultery. I don't know if it applied to the men, but it applied to the women. Um, they could stone them to death. And, and uh, Jesus is coming along and uh, they're about to do this. They all have stones in their hand and they, they're trying to kind of trip him up and trick him and say, hey, you know, what do you think? Well, he knew the law said that they were in their right to do that. But here's what he said to them. He that is without sin among you, let him throw the first stone. Oh boy, they all kind of looked around at each other and one by one dropped their stones and walked away because they all knew, you know, he was right. They all had sinned. They all had messed up in their life. And that is how it is. We all have our list. This is a, an example I always, you know, do for, for our kids and to others. You know, I actually take a piece of paper and, you know, stick it right on my chest and say, hey, here, here's my list, you know, and, and you have one too. And so does everybody else. And these people that we get in disagreements with that have hurt us that, you know, it's going to happen. They have a list as well. But our problem 
starts to happen and we get into conflict, when we become more concerned with the other person's list than our own list of mistakes and mess ups and errors and, you know, sin, if you want to call it that, we become more concerned with the other person. It's our default. That's what we are really pretty good at coming up and finding other people's faults and we end up getting hurt by those folks. We hold on to anger. We hold on to bitterness, you know, towards other people, and it hurts us. I always remember the example of uh, one fellow. I was listening to him, and uh, he said, "Yeah, you ever you ever going down the going driving down the highway, and uh, someone cuts you off in traffic? Gee, uh, here in Southwest Florida, Highway 41 or I-75. If you ever drive on those two roads, which you probably do, I can almost guarantee you that someone's going to cut you off in traffic." Well, <clears throat> you know, he's describing this situation where he gets cut off in traffic, you know, and he gets all mad and angered and that person that cut him off is long gone. Well, he's still mad and angry, you know, raising his blood pressure and causing himself injury, you know, to his health. That other guy didn't even know he'd cut you off. It didn't affect your anger, didn't affect that person one bit. It only damaged yourself. And that's kind of how it is when we're, we get hurt by each other. We're mad and we're angry and holding on to all of that. We're damaging ourselves. And that story with that parents that lost a child and this guy abducted him. Gosh, I, I would have a hard time forgiving that person, but the, the father couldn't. He died of a heart attack. The mom could. It was amazing. It was just absolutely uh, amazing through all of that. But uh, <clears throat> it, it's a problem that we have. Um, but forgiving others of these faults and sins and things that hurt us really sets you free. It's liberating. It's challenging. It's not easy to do, but it indeed can be done. And even, even Jesus, uh, uh, his disciples struggle with that. There's a, there's a story of Peter who struggled with this in Matthew 18. It says, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? That's a pretty good question, right? I mean, seven times did he say? And Jesus comes back and said, huh, I do not say seven times, but 70 times seven. Well, it's not an exact, okay, 490 times, forgive him on the 491st time. Well, you're okay. You don't need to forgive him. His point is you just forgive them over and over again. You know, it's, it's unlimited. But if you hang around with people, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get insulted. You're going to get disrespected. I guarantee you. Why? Because basically we are selfish, self-centered people. And we want what's best for us. You know, and a lot of times that negatively impacts the people around us. That's kind of our nature. It causes tremendous conflict. Um, and we want to be right. You know, and a lot of times in our being right in these issue issues where we've been hurt and, and we're in conflict with other people, we can win that battle. We can load our gun with enough points that we can win. But you lose the war. No one's really happy in the end of all of that. And most of the time, it's over the most trivial things. I can remember being angry with my wife. And a couple of days later, I was still angry. And I'm thinking, I can't even remember what I was angry about, but I'm still angry. It, you know, it's some trivial, it's no life-changing situation. Majority of the time, it's little trivial stuff that in the big scheme of life, really wasn't important. And that example of road rage is one of those. I, there are people that have killed each other 
on the road because someone cut someone else off. Now, how trivial is that in this big scheme of life that it totally changed their entire life? So it happens. But what I'm saying is, um, it, and what I'm not saying is it's not wrong to be in a disagreement with someone else, but we hold on to anger and bitterness and hurt. That damage is us. So when we focus on other people and their issues, uh, it's really how do we react to that? Can we truly forgive them? The first step is forgive them. All right, They're, they just like you, just like me, have a whole list of faults. Neither one of us is perfect. Don't hold on to that. You can still resolve that issue. And it's probably a good thing to let them know how you feel, how you were hurt versus trying to retaliate against them, which is what I normally do. I'm always thinking about, I got to get back at this person. That's not healthy at all. So in general, we need to start worrying more about our list of issues that we all have. We're all messed up. We're all broken. We all have stuff going on. And the more you start worrying about your list of issues, the less you're going to notice other people's issues. Simply look for their good in other people more than their faults. You want to look for their faults? I guarantee you'll find them. But start looking for and commenting on the good in those other people. And the truth is, you can't really fix them. You can only fix yourself. You can't fix anybody else. They've got to do it. We know people that have tremendous issues. Have you ever been very successful at fixing them? No. You know, they've got to fix it. So just worry about yourself. So is there someone that you're at odds with, that you're struggling with, that family, friend, a coworker that it might be that, gee, you know, things just aren't right? Take steps today you know, resolve that, forgive them. Even if they don't ask for it, just forgive them in their, in your heart. And I trust you, there's power in forgiving them. It's a baby step in mental, emotional, spiritual well-being, but it can be liberating and just lift that weight off you. Just forgive them. Or some people that we have no way to forgive them. Maybe they have passed on a parent or or a friend or, you know, someone in your family, you know, just let it go. Forgive them. It is not worth it to hold on to these uh, issues that have occurred in the past. Set yourself free. I hope that has been uh, been an encouraging word today. A baby step that you and I can both take <clears throat> in the struggles that we have going through this, going through this life. It's hard enough every day dealing with stuff that in carrying baggage along of bitterness and anger towards other people. Just let it go. Uh, next week uh, we'll cover another great topic, and I got some exciting news. I actually uh, got a, a sponsor, a coffee sponsor that we'll announce. Uh, Next week, a local brewer here uh, in uh, Southwest Florida that's going to be sponsoring Coffee with the Doc. But for now, it's uh, still sponsored by San Carlos Chiropractic. You can always get a hold of me at at, uh, my uh, email, uh, gsspine at gmail.com or through my website, uh, drglennschafer.com. And we'd love to hear from you. Another episode of Coffee with the Doc. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer. To learn more about Dr. Schaefer, go to www.drglennschaefer.com. That's D R 
G-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R.com or call 239-267-3133. You can also visit him at San Carlos Chiropractic, 19150 Acorn Road in Estero, Florida. 